Well, it's back to work Tuesday. (laughs) Some of you are saying, oh, no, I could have used another month of that. And then some are saying, hallelujah, let's get on with things. Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast for Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. Hope your weekend and holiday and everything was really great. All right, let's focus on the week this week, and then I really want to point us today and spend most of our time talking about the big event on January 20th. Then we'll circle back and catch up on some of the few things that are going on between now and then. This is a really pretty quiet week. I'm going to hop over most of it. Today, we do have the moon entering Libra. Remember, it was in Virgo over the weekend for the weekend. Well, now it enters Libra at 745 this evening. The void, of course, before it is just an hour and 10 minutes. And the last aspect is, (laughs) of course, involving Pluto. It's a trine to Pluto. So favorable at that, at least cooperative. So if you want to work in some activities today around that before the void, of course, which begins at 635 this evening, all times are Eastern. Thursday of this week, Mars enters Capricorn. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Now let's hop over one week next Tuesday, the 9th. The sun trines Uranus. There's a financial aspect for you. I guarantee you Ray Merriman and his folks will be salivating over that. By the way, I guess we ought to be watching Jupiter and Neptune as well related to the markets and maybe what's going on with oil. I don't know. I saw some stuff going on in the Red Sea over the weekend, so we'll keep an eye on that news. No direct aspects with either of those two this week, but we do have Mercury squaring Neptune on Monday, so that could definitely give us some insights as to maybe which direction to look there with what's going on with oil. But the big one is on the 20th. So right now, today, the sun is at 11 degrees Capricorn. Pluto is wiggling its way toward zero degrees Aquarius. It's now at 29 degrees, 24 minutes Capricorn. But on January 20th at 7.50 p.m. Eastern, Pluto will be at zero Aquarius. Between now and May 2nd, Pluto will travel two degrees into Aquarius, further this time than it did last time. But it turns retrograde on May 2nd, moves its way back into Capricorn on September 2nd, hugging that anoretic degree where it is now, 29 degrees, until October 11th. From 29 degrees, 39 minutes, it then begins to move forward. Then on November 19th, crosses back into zero degrees Aquarius, where it will never see Capricorn again until February 27th, 2,254. You know, I'm captivated by this 250-year cycle of Pluto, whether you look at it from the lens of astrology or just from the mundane. There is definitely a rhythm and a cycle. So Pluto and Capricorn, it begins the death of the old. You go back and you look at 1284 and 1518 and all these ones that we've talked about in the past. The worn-out structure that it seems like it takes humanity about 200 years to mess something up begins to tumble, lose its grip. And then, if you look back, the last time it did this was the American Revolutionary War. Britain had been in control for 200 years, had corrupted oppressive taxes, civil restrictions, and there was rebellion. Pluto and Aquarius. You can think of Popeye. That's all I can stands. I can't stands no more. And that's great for progress, but the old guard doesn't give up so easily. Neither will it here, and the battle looks like it will develop and focus around technology. But even if you consider last time and that revolutionary conflict that lasted for over seven years, 
It was the sheer determination of those rebels, those colonists who would not give up, who wanted something better for their children and their children's children. These could be some of the themes that are ahead of us with Pluto in Aquarius, being willing to stand for less control and more self-expression. But between now and next November, the dance is from 29 Capricorn to 2 degrees Aquarius, just making that zero point so amplified. So what could that look like? Kind of more of the same of what we've been seeing. More things being revealed as Neptune moves to the end of Pisces. Did you see the Phantom of the Opera while it was on Broadway or in London? You reach up and grab the Phantom's mask and pull it off. The truth is revealed. You know what's cool about this? We say it all the time here. The coin has two sides. We'll get to choose which side of this we want to be on. We can hold on to the old... History would tell us that's probably not the best decision. Or we can be on the cusp of the new, the progressive, the forward, making a stand for better days and better ways for our kids and grandkids, understanding from astrology where things are headed and just jumping out in front of that parade. And even though it might get a little edgy here and there, if you look at it from that perspective, you can say, as Hunter Thompson did, that you skid broadside into the grave in a cloud of smoke, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, man, what a ride. (laughs) And that's high timeline living at its best. When you know where you're going, you know what you're standing for, and you just make the most out of it. Mm, I love that. All right, you guys, have a great day. We'll start the work week slowly here, but I wanted to give you that big overview because that's two weeks away, a little bit, and we will be moving ourselves energetically toward it every day. Have a wonderful Tuesday. See you back tomorrow for Hump Day. Bye-bye.